Welcome to Digital Nightmares, where one lucky host gets to choose their nightmare. My name is Max, and I'm joined by Dan. Hello. Eric. Hey, hey. And Jasmine. Hello. So, uh, how's everybody been? Uh, no injuries to report. No injuries, that's good. I know lots of <laughs> excitement for the Resident Evil 4 demo. Yes. I had uh, a long cooking session today, I guess that's that's something. So we're recording a little mm-hmm. later than normal, <laughs> which is already <laughs> that's all right. late. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. At least it turned out pretty good. I was really worried that it was going to end up being like, like, you guys know when, like, Eric knows this pain pretty well in, 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 a, in, a, in oh. a couple times that it's happened uh, to him. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not going to even stand this. I cook just fine, thank you. But like, just I not think, for you. I think that feeling of when you spend a really long time cooking and then it doesn't turn out how you want it, it's just so disappointing. Oh, it, oh yeah. It's like you feel like you're, like you're 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 a failure. <laughs> and like, it's like oh, I couldn't follow the directions right or something, and then it just like <laughs> falls apart. Oh, I love that. I love that feeling. All the hard work not paying off. Mm-hmm. It's great. I just In order food all at your that friends. Point. Yeah, and then like you're like so tired after it, and it's like, oh my god, I don't want to do anything anymore. I, I never want to be out. Yeah, like one of my worst ones, I think, was like uh, making Alfredo chicken or pasta or whatever. And it just ended with like milk in a bowl of noodles. Oh no! It was so gross, and I was like, "This is sure it was still good." This was not. I don't know how I messed that up. It just like ended up like. <laughs> I, I, Dan would eat it though. I'd give it to him. Wait, I messed it up. No, no, no. I'd say, no, I'd say would you eat it? it. <laughs> you said you said it would still be good. So. Oh no! Yeah, I'm sure a bowl of milk sounds great. Cooked milk. Milk noodle. I think <laughs> I think mine is when I the first time I ever cooked um Japanese curry and you know you have those curry blocks. Oh yeah. Uh. I didn't um know how much to put in, so I thought, oh you just stick the whole package in. Uh. <laughs> and uh needless to That's say it was lot. very, 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 very salty and oh my um, God. Yeah, curry y. Be... I oh. think I did just order McDonald's after that. The sad defeat. Yeah. yeah. Before we I know, did, so uh, I oh sorry you go ahead Dan I uh, I made pancakes once when I was like sixteen for probably the first time mm-hmm. and I was so proud and they came out really good and then one of the people eating them pulled like a pretty large a pretty considerably large piece of plastic out of her mouth <laughs> oh my god it turns out you're not no. supposed to leave the spatula just sitting in the pan oh, <laughs> no, no. of course that makes a good makes good sense that oh yeah. no I have a couple but spatulas like a crunch like that. nice yeah, yeah good crunch though. Yeah, Eric, do you want to, before we move on to uh, the actual podcast, do you want to discuss your incident? Oh, no, I, I don't mess up my food, but when I do, <laughs> we just don't eat. We go to bed. Oh, no. <laughs> and we consider it a diet night. That's usually how it goes. That's so sad. That's so not sad. that sad. It doesn't happen that often, but when it does happen, it's easier because, yeah, we mess something up or we don't have an ingredient and we're just like, we both look at each other and go, fuck it. And we just go to bed. It's punishment. Which I feel like is no, it's good solidarity. It's looking at each other and going like, yeah, you know what? We're not gonna sweat this one. You guys have understanding on a different level. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I still get hate for it, but it, we at least understand each other. <laughs> Some days, the universe is just trying to tell you that it's fucked up, yeah, and that you're you fucked up, and you should just go back to bed. <laughs> That day is a wash. Yeah, sleep for dinner. It, it happens. Yep. Exactly. Dude, honestly. Dinner for sleep. Not a bad game. Okay, but I'm sure Mac Max is hungry for some sleep right now. Um, you know, I'm getting a little hungry for sleep. But you know, I have a podcast to do. Important business. Wow. I don't have time. Isn't for it that. like midnight for you? Um it's no. like eleven. It's eleven. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, yes. Let's uh let's do so, that podcast. So we can do this podcast now. Um so we are a horror podcast, we're not a food podcast, we're not a uh, injury podcast, but uh, we, we like to, you know, mix things up. Uh so but we're just gonna talk about some some upcoming releases first and then we'll get on to uh what was discussed last week. So um, in this episode, we're going to discuss mostly about, in, in terms of recent or upcoming releases, 
the Resident Evil 4 um, remake. And then we're also going to discuss um, Dispatch, which was my pick from last episode that Dan suggested. And it's a visual novel-esque choices matter experience where you like inhabit the role of a 911 operator. And some interesting things happen. Um, but before that, we can just talk about Resident Evil 4. Um, so it's coming out March 24th. It's a remake of like the 2004. Jasmine, you might know the exact date. Uh, no. Classic. It's this little known indie horror yeah, game called yeah. Resident horror. Evil. It's kind of like Public Combo. Um, just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Real yeah. hidden gem. Yeah. yeah, not on like every single console ever made. Yeah, originally released on the little known console, the Wii. Uh, GameCube, actually. GameCube, you're right. No, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Re-released on the Wii. Yeah, that was the more important. First one. release was on the Nintendo Switch. Um... Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, it, it's, it was originally published on PS2. It might have come out of game. I don't know. Did it? Oh, it's it's GameCube first. What? Okay, it's, now I'm yeah. My, it was mind blown. so like when GameCube first kind of came out, yeah. they made a deal with Capcom that they would release a certain amount of like Capcom made a deal with Nintendo that they would release a certain amount of Resident Evil uh, content exclusive for GameCube. That didn't mm. end up, you know, staying. But mm. that's why there was Resident Evil Zero, Resident Evil Remake, and then Res Four, all okay. on GameCube. That's, that's and then it came to PS2 later with like the added Ada content and Mercenaries, I think. Yeah. But Wii, the Wii release was the most important because it had motion control. Yes. Yeah, it does seem pretty and cool. motion aiming. That, that is, is actually the version changer. I played through entirely. And the only time I've played Resident Evil 4 was on the, the, game, the, the Wii. Yeah. <laughs> At least you played it. So. Oh, I love it. I love the game. <laughs> I think I might have actually played a demo or something for the great. Wii for this game. Probably. Wii. Is that the one yeah. with the long hallway of windows? No, that, that uh, was uh, Resident Evil 1. No? In the demo? Yeah. You probably played like the, the remake of 1, I'm guessing. Or 5. Maybe. 5? Uh, I, I guess remember Leon's shiny hair. <laughs> shiny hair. <laughs> Leon's shiny hair, not long shiny hair. Yeah, no, it's short. Long it's shiny short. hair. You sure you I mean, Chris, it could have been Chris. Chris does not have shiny hair. His head is like, really like, a, like a bed of spikes or like a, like a, a sponge. Bed of spikes? You, you know, like a, like a, like a, a bed like of a, spikes. it's probably like a Brillo pad kind of thing. You know, like it's, it's, it, I would not oh. want to touch it. <laughs> Did you just call his a hair a Brillo pad? pad? No, but like a, a, Brillo. a Brillo pad. Like, oh, like what you scrub okay. Teflon with. Like, yeah, it's like he just doesn't look like it. His hair looks like, not probably not good. He's probably using like, Dish so he he's doing just fine. I think you're just jealous. <laughs> All right, he's doing just fine. I'm looking at a picture of him. It just it looks like pretty standard air, to be honest. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Actually, looks like, are you trying to diss uh, Dan's hair, Max? No, he's got like he's got like a green. You know his hair. It's probably like covered in like uh like shaving this is grease or whatever it's called. And just keep digging this hole deeper. I know. Oh, I, I don't even know where we are anymore. Oh, actually, looking at the older graphics, I can kind of see it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Just the, the blocky hair. Yeah, it's like one one big polygon. <laughs> um, anyways, so I guess we can we kind of explain which platforms we first played on. I my first platform I played it on was um, uh, PS2. I didn't Me realize too. that it first released on GameCube. Um, <laughs> what a nerd! I know because I'm not. I'm like such a dork. I don't even know. Yeah, Eric and possibly Dan, although he just remembers a shiny head of hair. Um, played it on Wii. I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was Resident Evil on the 64. Mm-hmm. On the 64, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it was. It was a leak before it actually came out. Yeah, um, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, do you guys have any? great attachment to this game uh, or did you have you played it replayed it before um again or i how do you feel about this not game, I guess? replayed it since it's an amazing game i love the little short guy i love the basque region in general the little I like short the, guy you know, the spanish wait, wait, wait. Uh, who's the little short mm, guy who could, you know who the, could I forget mean? the little short guy <laughs> yeah i'm being vague Salazar? Here on come on max yeah of course I love that there's a little short figure in this game, a little short man. 
I honestly can't Doing remember. Short who man it things. Is. It's Salazar. Of- he's like in the castle okay. with the, and he he's looks the- all like. Oh, you don't remember? Okay, part of me like you don't remember literally Salazar? like blacked out that section of the game because it gets like really goofy about halfway through, and then I'm like, what's yeah, going on? That's Who is the this? best part. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing there. It gets like so like crazy. The most the thing I mostly remember from the game is the quick time events where you have to where it come up on screen with a button you have to mash, and it's like so obnoxious, and it feels like I'm playing like a I'm like a I'm like doing like some like arcade game and it's like suddenly I'm like running away from a random boulder and he's like almost like looks like he's like sped up and he's like running really fast. And that's the most that's like the number one thing that I think about when I think about Resident Evil 4. It's those well, You'll be happy because they took those out of the remake. Oh, those are no. great though. I love those. I like them. They are great. They, well, that was actually I think what made me happy about the Wii version. And why I played it through is because you could do it was motion control quick time events. So Ooh. it was a lot more just like flick the controller or things like that. Yeah. Which is a lot more convenient, I must say. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm replaying it right now, like I'm almost finished. Um but yeah, they'll have you like mashing X or square, and then all of a sudden you have to hit like L2, R2 to do like a final dodge, and then it's anxiety because like I don't know. You guys don't mash with your thumb, right? Like you mash with your finger. Um. Well, it depends. Like what the button is for. Like for me, I, I if it's for most like um, mashing sections, I'll like basically I'll like la- take my hands off of both sides of it. I'll just like use two fingers and just like drum it from the button or whatever. Oh, <laughs> that's a new technique. I'll use my thumb <laughs> for sure, or I'll like slap it. You know, you'll like, hold it, your nice. thumb steady and slap it like a bunch of times. Very good. Okay. It seems like it would be way worse. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> How are you even hitting the right button? I'm just imagining Eric like, like really like reaching. No, back I mean like, and, like okay, slapping okay, it really God, hard. you can't. <laughs> you got your like thumb steady and you're like kind of moving it. You're moving your whole hand back and forth quickly on the button. Oh. Okay. Versus yeah. like articulating your thumb over and over. That that's so a really good way okay. to mash actually. Um, that's how. So I play this old like i think it's 2012 olympics game with my friends every now and then and there's mashing uh like <laughs> mm-hmm. segments like for heavy lifting and stuff like that the person who does the mashing that way always wins mm-hmm. i find the drumming one like i can, I can imagine works pretty well for me because like i have like a lot of like, hand problems like my hands will start to just hurt um mm-hmm. if i play too especially with like that just is like a recipe for disaster so i a couple of years ago i just figured out doing that and it actually does work better than um, the, in, in like Mario Party, that sort of like mashing thing. I've noticed like I actually win more often. Hmm, guess I'll have to try that. Um, anyways, yeah, the, the, the original, I don't, it's, it's kind of hard transitioning over because the, I've kind of complained about this, not complained, but explained this already that the RE4 remake has the engine from, re2 so not everything staggers right away so going Mm. from re4 original where you just hit them you shoot them in the head and you run up and kick them or whatever i'm playing the demo i shoot it in the head i run up and i get just like totally destroyed Mm. (laughs) i think i heard someone say yeah i was like okay this is um not as easy as it used to be but it's still it was really awesome i really enjoyed the demo quite a bit Mm mm-hmm Oh, I'm gonna have to give it a try. I have not touched it yet. I've just seen some of the clips. Yeah, we did. We did watch the uh, the trailer before the podcast. Those of us who haven't played the demo yet, but you know, Jasmine already got ahead of the game. You know, I think that um, one of the huge things that's gonna change it a lot is just being able to uh, move while you're aiming. Oh yeah. Because that mm. was a hard transition back when I started replaying it. Mm. You I played... could move while you were aiming. <laughs> no, you couldn't. No, so you would you're stuck in the place. Yeah, you would like. <laughs> run a little bit, turn around really quick, and then try and aim, and then you'd have to run a little bit again. But now you can you can do both at the same time. Yeah. Classic first person. Terrible. <laughs> so I do think this they'll have to... This was on the to... GameCube. It's not like they didn't have the technology. I know. But I, yeah, so I think they're... Choice. I mean, like, even from, like, playing the... It, I, I first played it, like, I think two or three years ago. Um, and... I think you get used to it. it. It's just sort of a different way of playing. It's it's enemies move a lot slower than in in mm-hmm. the in the remake, and like there's just like a different pace to it. 
But yeah, I, I was just gonna ask you, like, how yeah, how 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 do you think it really compares? Like, you you're pl- you're replaying the original now, and then you're also had got a little taste of the uh, the remake. Like, how exactly do you think like original holds up compared uh, to the to the remake? Um, I mean, the setting. Other the first house was quite a bit different. Um, but the actual town where it, um, the bulk of the demo is, the town right in the beginning where you see the cop dude burning at the stake, that looks <laughs> pretty faithful. Um, and then they, they kept Leon's good bingo line in. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely, it's not like a word for word, code for code remake just with better graphics. It's it's like a like a big update. They definitely mm-hmm. meant it to be for a new audience, but then also still have the nostalgia of the people that played it before. Yeah. I mean, like the feel being, uh, I think as you described it first was like, uh, like, like basically feels like Resident Evil 2, uh, the remake that they made recently in 2019, I think. Um, so if, if, if you have played that game, you'll get a much better idea of what it is. It's, it's going to be a little bit faster, but it's still like, it has like that very deliberate movement in a way that you know it's not um you know guns blazing necessarily but like it's Mm-mm. it's a little bit more can you still shoot cr- uh crows for to get grenades <laughs> you know actually i because of the <laughs> i don't want to say jump in difficulty but because you know everything doesn't stagger on one hit now i was actually running kind of low on the ammo i didn't even try oh yeah it's uh but but now you can, I think there's a dodge, not a dodge roll, but there's a dodge. And also you can parry things with your knife and you can still like use your knife to attack, but your knife has durability like in RE2 Remake. Oh, that's annoying. Uh, makes sense. <laughs> it's not my favorite choice, but I mean, they probably did it for a reason because I know like when I played the original, even now, um, the knife was super OP. <laughs> yeah they could just they do less damage i mean honestly like i just, it was really useful just for like you know breaking boxes or whatever or, like breaking gems or yeah you know that sort of thing like i feel like there are knife there are fights though where you just have to like kill a boss with your knife yeah. in the original isn't like the like, final boss like that i can't so bad at managing ammo and yeah that's the thing in the beginning of the game you can save a lot of ammo just because in the village sequence, they're kind of more staggered. They're not in huge groups like in the castle. So you could just, you know, um, you shoot it once, it staggers, you kick it, and then you just knife it on the ground and you save mm-hmm. how many bullets. Mm. You cannot do that anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah. But all I remember is using that knife to get through that Colosseum segment or the, the segment where you're shut in with the giants. At some point, I don't remember where that is in the game now. And having almost no ammo left and just knifing things, trying to like well, knife things. I just down. remember the minecart ride. Well, that we... was like probably my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's That's I was just saying the knife was my favorite. It was the most infuriating thing ever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so great. I mean, favorite as not being a good thing because I hated that section. I, the, the more the game went on, the less I liked it. But... Dude, you know, that's so funny. As I'm playing this, I'm like, and I love this game. Like, don't get me wrong. I love this game, but I'm always like, oh, shit, that part's coming up. And then I finish that and I'm like, oh, no, that other part's coming up. And I finish it. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, it sounds it's, like this is just not a good game. <laughs> no, no, it, it's it a is. Very good game. It's just there's lots of like stressful situations, like one after another. And you feel so good when you get through them. It's, it's yeah. really We're worth just... it. But. We're just weak modern gamers. <laughs> okay, it's like rewarding it is, yeah. it is for really... people who are good at video games. Yes. Yes. I will not be playing it then. <laughs> Dan, you would do just fine. They, they <laughs> do give you... So uh, Resident Evil 4 is the first Resident Evil game. I think that put in the like the difficulty changes depending on how well you're doing at the game. Yes. So if you have no ammo, if you're getting hit a lot, enemies are way easier. They're less aggressive. If you have lots of ammo, lots of healing, you you know, you're doing fine, then they get more difficult. So if you were having a hard time, the game would not be too hard for you. I feel like that's so shameful though. (laughs) They're not not really putting in the effort because they know you can't. 
do anything about no, it. No, at least it's not as bad as the games where, like, you die three times in a row and they just say, would you like to be on easy mode? Oh god, that's, <laughs> like, the most condescending. <laughs> would you like to get oh, good? Would you like to go- <laughs> god, I'm trying to remember what game that was. Oh, that like, every AAA game tends to do that, like, where they're just like, uh, would you, uh, hey, so baby, rude. you want to go on baby mode because you're so bad? <laughs> Maybe try watching a movie instead. <laughs> Talking about baby, baby mode <laughs> and watching a movie. Like sometimes how does everybody like, like our... I will change it to easy oh. mode when I want to change it to easy mode. Yeah. And that makes sense. No, exactly. What movie about babies did you watch? Oh, I don't I didn't watch any movie no, about uh, babies. What, I was what's just... that called? Uh, uh, the, the baby baby show. He was saying mm. Weighing into uh, the talk about our, the game that we all played this oh, week, but I didn't want to. I <laughs> that didn't was the segue. Good re four talk. Oh, wait, boss oh. baby, that's what I thought you were talking about. I'm like, oh, boss baby. Yeah, because you're like the dispatch boss baby, and you're. And I, I we're talking wasn't about talking boss about baby boss baby at all. Uh, so okay, welcome to <laughs> the boss baby the podcast. We are doing everything about boss baby. No injuries. Um, pivoting. Uh, everything no injuries, everything. cooked well today. Everything's gone well. <laughs> Okay, uh, but yeah, if you, guys, if you guys have anything else to talk about with uh, Resident Evil 4, or ready to move on? I did not mean to kick it on. <laughs> I, I will I will save my deep review for in the next two weeks yes. when I play yes. the shit out of it. There's going to be a lot with there the that Jackson's going to want to talk about. Um, oh, but, yes. Yeah. I can't wait for you to pronounce all the Spanish and Basque words correct. You guys well. have already. I want you to go into depth. You guys have already heard me try to speak French. You just anticipate it won't sound good. It will be very good. It'll sound amazing. <laughs> yeah. I tried to roll my R and it didn't work. Just cut that. <laughs> cut that part out. <laughs> no, that, that was really good. <laughs> I, I think that, that, that sounded almost fluent. I didn't I... know you spoke Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> taquito, taquito. Okay, let's move on. All right, then. Um, so what we played for last week was the game that I chose, which, again, just give a little refresher since that was, I think, like 20 minutes ago that we started. Um, it was uh, Dispatch, which is a visual novel-esque sort of uh, Choices Matter experience where you play as a 911 operator. And this game essentially... Um, well, actually, Dan, do you want to give a little discussion about this? or? Uh, yeah, sure. So... I don't know if I would say like visual novel because you're it's, it's uh yeah I don't know what the word would be I like dynamic you know you can look around but you are stationary so I guess yeah kind of it's kind of like enough. a visual novel I, I, it's more like a choice matter that sort of thing but yeah a choice yeah. matter mm-hmm. slight immersive sim the mm-hmm. kind of options you have available in front of you not incredibly immersive but you know you're like simula- simulating yeah it's, it's, it's yeah. kind of sim like I think you can see that yeah so you're like stationary behind a desk um in this dispatch simulator i guess and you uh man, this was a long time ago that we played this <laughs> so you you have a view of some monitors and you're taking calls as a 911 dispatch person and then you get to pick between some dialogue options about saying for example like get send the police in or hold tight or go hide or do this or that and then those decisions that you make sort of uh, affect what happens next on this call Mm -hmm. and the big thing is it's you can while you could play with your keyboard choose one two three for the options or you can just read out what the what the lines are with your microphone and it will uh, pick up those and can i just say it was like how dan said it was really good like super responsive it is right you would think it would be so full of glitches and stuff but like it, it it worked very it's well, a very yeah. well implemented gimmick. I was like, <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say, I was like, I mean, probably uh, nine one one dispatchers don't like eat cake and drink coffee while they're uh, doing this, but I was doing that, <laughs> and <laughs> I was having like the first couple calls are not like super intense, and so I was kind of just like half laughing half scoffing eating cake responding and it still picked up my voice really well <laughs> you're I just eating got an cake while you this. answered people's 911 please <laughs> yes maybe <laughs> it was good <laughs> what kind of I'm cake was it out. <laughs> what were we gonna say eric oh i was just gonna say i had unfortunately a very opposite experience where i think just 
my audio quality is low enough that the AI did not pick up my voice. Were well, you all. speaking into like three potatoes hot glued together? Oh no, I'm speaking into this same mic, but oh it just was God. having a lot of trouble picking okay, it up. Okay, Eric, that has to be one of the um, funniest things. I'm like, we are constantly <laughs> on the podcast. I'm, I'm not. I'm sure maybe people at home notice or they don't. But like, but we're we're always railing against the. Uh, uh, oh God, I said it again. I said Raven. I gotta stop saying that. Ranting. Yeah. Raven. Whatever the word is. Ranting. Ranting. Ranting screaming. Screaming at Eric. We're always throwing, throwing things at water. Eric um, because of his, his mic quality. Um, and it's so, that is just so funny that it, even the computer. I'm shocked though. What do you mean? Because, like, I mean, you can still hear your voice, like. Like, I can hear what you're saying, so I thought... I can hear intelligible speech coming from it. It must be working. <laughs> no. But I, I, it wasn't the worst. I just had some hiccups with it where I was saying lines two or three times in a row. Oh, damn. And then ultimately oh, just man. pressing the number, which is mostly my fault, I'm sure. Not the games. Yeah, that sounds but, more you know. like a skill, skill problem, you know. Yeah, skill issue. Skill issue. <laughs> yeah. I'm unable to speak if I'm not on the podcast. <laughs> But it was a it was a good mechanic. It was a lot of fun. So I'm not trying to dog on it there. Just bringing up my um, personal your, experience. Your issue with it, yeah. So basically, the way it works with each call is, um, it. I mean, actually, from like a like a person that's worked in like call centers and like done like IT and stuff and like where we have to report incidents. It was like it was like whoa! I'm so I'm like just hopping back into that position, that you know, fire <laughs> work experience or whatever. <laughs> And because basically you just get calls and then it, it will show you on the map where um, where this caller is calling from or whatever. And they'll, they'll explain their issue and then basically you write out their, their incident or, or their issue or whatever. And, you know, you give, it to it, you give it a title, you describe what it's about, you decide whether you have to send someone there, that sort of thing. Um, and it, it, it is you sort put of, in their name and yeah, like location. Yeah, it's like filling out like a form kind of for each person. And there, there's not a lot mm-hmm. of, of them. It's it's like I think maybe three or four people that you have to. So you can but you can put as much or as little information into these these forms as you want. And the the main like the meat of the game is this the last call you get, which is sort of a um, uh, like a what would it be like a like an like a spousal abuse. Uh, um domestic domestic dispute. Yeah, domestic yeah. dispute um Real. with a uh, father trying to forcibly take back his daughter um mm. despite like a it sounds like i think it was like a restraining order or something like that mm-hmm. yeah um so you know it gets pretty dark so if you guys aren't you know have an issue with that or have some sort of history with it maybe pass on this one but um and I do think it was especially dark just because, well, I mean, yeah, it's a dark topic, but the first two calls were so, um, banal, <laughs> like pranks almost. Oh, and yeah, you're yeah. kind of, you're getting into the habit of being like, you're typing your report and you're like, um, dog ate Snickers bar. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like, and so you're kind of getting into the swing of it. And so, like I said, I was drinking my coffee and had my cake. When the serious call came in, I actually had to put my coffee down. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> serious business. Oh, wow. <laughs> Got serious now. I feel like that probably is how it is for dispatch too, right? Because you you have to have yeah. like 10 people trying to order pizzas before some actual serious situation comes in. Yeah. yeah. Pretty pretty close to it. There's probably a, a decent amount of dispatch. nothing calls. Yeah. I got a police dispatcher in my family, and I talked to him a little bit about it after we played this game, and they, they more or less relegated the same experience. They work at a university, so they, they just have to deal with a lot of um, people just wanting a ride home oh. <laughs> from a party or something else, where they have like a university hotline for that, but they end up just calling the university police. And the police has to talk them through how to contact the hotline. Oh no! That must be so annoying. It's like ninety percent of their calls. Well, you know, um, but I, I, it felt pretty accurate in that way. Then I suppose. Yeah. Should get this family member to play the game. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they will. I think they're almost sixty, so I'll see if I <laughs> yeah. can set them up with a PC and see what they say. <laughs> yeah, they can bring out their, um, their old ThinkPad and uh, mm. start clicking through. Um, 
but yeah, also as Sam was mentioned before, like you can see things around the, the desk that you're working on. You get a virtual desk, I guess you could say, 3D as we mentioned in the last episode. Um, and there are things that happen in the background. Okay, um, that makes me laugh because I was thinking about Dan saying, oh, I was just spinning around my chair. Um, <laughs> and then I'm spinning around my chair and I'm like, oh no, these, um, there are things happening that are scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to spoil the things because I thought it would be a nice surprise. You did very well. I completely forgot you could spin around and it took me a little while to actually fully turn around and see stuff behind me happening. <laughs> well, I, noticed, I was like, like locked in Five Nights at Freddy's Freddy's style. Oh yeah. yeah. Facing forwards. It, it blocks you from, from progress though in that final call if you don't look around at things, which is the one thing where I was like I feel like it should just keep going because like it's okay if you miss something. But like you, you do have to like look around at, at certain points in order to actually mm. push that, that final call forward. So, did it ruin your immersion for you then, Dan, or Max? I mean, or was it just kind of something you could look over? A little bit, um, because I was like... Did you get pretty immersed? I was waiting for it to, to... In the rest of it? In the rest of it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think like, again, like for me, like I was like... And one thing I'm interested about, how you guys approach those logging incidents, for me, I was like, oh, wow, this is like exactly like... Um, like I'm like taking calls again for IT or whatever because like it was like the same it felt exactly like you gotta fill out this incident report or whatever you gotta like let people know you gotta uh, you know give these responses and being able to do that voice command I think really adds something to the game and, and it makes it a lot more interesting because it, it really felt like I was like actually taking these calls yeah. doing this job in, mm -hmm. like, in a way that if you took that aspect away, like it's like, uh, it's not, it doesn't work in the same way. I think the voice thing definitely for me, I went into the game very open minded. I knew it was going to be short, but like I was so sucked into it. So are we in spoiler territory now or? We can go a little bit into spoilers. Yeah. Okay. So the, the last call is the domestic dispute, but it kind of ends in where you have to direct um, this kid what to do and i was like panicking i was like oh yeah like what like you, you <laughs> what happened to your mom you yeah. the, the mom has to like uh the father breaks into their their house and then uh she goes off to kind of like slow him down as the police are being called um to, mm -hmm. to that uh residence or whatever the longest drive of all fucking time also oh yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah it takes them forever to get there yeah, I'm like, it seems like they're in, like, a city, too. And I'm like, why is it taking so long? <laughs> oh, kind of quickly on that. Did you guys, there is a part where they ask how much longer it's going to be before the authorities get there. Did you tell the truth or did you lie? I have I, no memory. I'm pretty sure I told the truth. Because I, I was I like, what lie. if you lie and then they do something, assuming <laughs> that the cops are almost there? Was like really mm -hmm. putting a lot of thought into it oh I, I lied and actually it was i lied straight up right and so like you get this creepy thing that pops up when you lie like your screen start flashing liar and stuff it's it was really cool mm -hmm. oh, oh that's wild yeah. i missed that <laughs> i feel like i i i felt like it was right to lie it's best to just tell them that they're almost there you know give them confidence yeah that's what yeah, I, thought. I disagree because what if you say <laughs> yeah. like oh yeah they're gonna be there in 30 seconds so the person like puts themselves oh, in yeah. more danger and then you're like ah just kidding actually it's gonna be 40 minutes you know that's what i really liked about the choices were that it wasn't so black and white it wasn't one's obviously better than the other it kind of mm. really gave you i mean there's only two options uh at a time but it gave you freedom to kind well, of sometimes it was maybe three. say what might have been close to there was three was there three yeah there was three options. yeah one or, once or twice <laughs> I'm trying but to no, think yeah. of which I, ones, but for most part, I think that there's a, a lot of two options. Oh, uh, okay. Exactly. No, no, we're being pedantic here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it felt like at least one of them would be kind of what my genuine reaction would have been. So I was just going to say it was at least not like um, Mass Effect or like yeah. Skyrim options or whatever, where you, you choose one and they do the opposite. Kind of, <laughs> yes. Kind of thing. At least it was direct. It would be pretty, you know, I think... What was it called? 
It, it'd take you out of the moment a lot more if it wasn't quite so accurate. So that's yeah, the, the, the options aren't like super vague. It's pretty much like it, it follows the same line as whatever it was saying. As Eric was mentioning there, there are definitely games that are kind of like they'll give you like a little description and then, then they'll go on and say some shit that like I'm like, that's not what i said (laughs) yeah like mass effect where it's like oh i'm gonna hit this renegade prompt and accidentally punch a reporter in the face that's good oh yeah classics and mass (laughs) effect yeah (laughs) but i mean speaking about the choices what endings what ending did you guys get Mm, i got got the bad ending i did too too, i did too well how the heck do you (laughs) get the good ending i watched uh afterwards somebody get the good ending and i think it was just like it was just a, a few here and there decisions. There wasn't like one big thing or like a secret step where you're, you're just sense. bad at it, I guess. Yeah, because so, I, I mean, I watched it too. It is the uh, the house gets set on fire by the um, by the abusive father, and uh, the girl ends up running up to her, her room. I think you can guide them in different places. I've sent her to the room and uh, to hide from the dad, but he starts lighting the house on fire, and they can't get there in time. And then this. Um, you've been like seeing all this weird stuff sort of happen in the background of your office, and then suddenly this this creature you you you're you're in this secluded office area, and you can hear like these noises, and you can see like lights going on or flashing or the door banging, um, and sometimes it matches what's happening on the call, like when the dad is trying to get into the daughter's room and she's hiding in there, like the the door starts banging. You can see like things happening also in the background that are exactly related to what's happening in the call either. But um, you, mm. the ending, the bad ending is is if uh, she can't be rescued from that room, I guess, or rescued at all, and then this weird monster just appears, <laughs> which um, yeah, and snaps you. Wait, what? Yeah, monster guy. You guys didn't see the monster guy. I saw. No, the yeah, monster. I saw the monster. Yeah. Oh, get grabbed, Mister Crab. <laughs> Mr. Krabs? No, you get grabbed, you oh. get grabbed by yeah, it. Yeah, you do. on the floor. <laughs> yeah, so I think the monster is supposed to be kind of like a guilt manifestation thing because I believe mm. yeah. if you yeah. do get the good ending, he just kind of shows up and he's like, you're all right, and then he leaves. If you get the bad ending, uh, what, he eats you or something, I feel like? He just jumps up? And he kind of yeah. throws you on the floor and you like black that. out. And, and there's some sort of like thing going on where like it's like this operator did something in the past like it's sort of like hinted that like he made some sort of mistake and i couldn't figure out whether this was the mistake and it's like really like a question of like is he going to fix this you know is it is it mm. in the past or is this like happening now and then like this is like his re- chance at like redemption for like helping somebody i don't know what do you yeah, guys think? I, I liked uh, that how it was kind of open and then Open. Just kind of yeah. like little clues were getting dropped here and there. And then even, I, I don't know if it was from the beginning, but if you look at the emails that you had been sent, there was like one creepy one at the bottom. It was really cool. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, was I, there? I, yeah. There was some detail. If you checked like, you know, some of the photos, you'd see like words appear like. You failed Your fault. Your fault. Oh, your oh, fault. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. failed. Yeah. Yeah. You, you failed. Like you failed. Yeah. Uh, and it, there's that context throughout. I was under the impression that it was some that you had like either failed to save your own family member or like a brother or something or you failed to save a, a man who was on the phone mm. and this is yeah your redemption redemption moment in that sense you had this overlaying guilt that's kind of the sense that i got i don't i don't remember if it was something specific but i for some reason in my mind it was like your partner or something because oh. there's a phone call oh, from your yeah. boss at the start i think, you're right. that I I think says that. something like you're gonna have to get on with your life anyway, even though this terrible thing happened. Yeah. I do maybe think he they was like sent terrible to like, uh, like desk duty or something, or maybe he decided that himself anyway, uh, yeah. after something happened, I guess. Oh, that, that makes a sense. I, I feel like that it's a pretty clear, clear cut. Yeah. Way forward. Yeah. Did you guys fill out your uh, logs pretty di- diligently? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like I literally just put, uh, dog ate Snickers. Karen refuses to leave store. Oh. I also called her Karen. In <laughs> I did too. Yeah. I, I I wanted to go more in depth than I, I I especially as like the 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 longest call the main call with the domestic dispute. 
like I, I wish I could have gone back after I made it because like I'm like oh I want to add more details to this because I'm like I you, you know you get in that that mindset I'm like oh supervisor is going to get on me this is not enough detail I need to like, <laughs> make sure this is set up right I thought they were going to come back in a very important way the first time I, I played too. it so yeah I just filled it with like a paragraph <laughs> like I, I'd like live transcribe like man this guy's talking a lot oh. <laughs> that would have been cool if they had like uh some word recognition to see if you oh like, yeah filled it all properly or not oh that would be cool for that that'd be awesome or just showed you players just showed you what players said like in the t- credit screen it would like show you what other players across the world were like filling in their reports mm-hmm. for like the dog or the carrot oh yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be, be cool, cool. So you'd see like this bitch oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that i definitely fun. would have gotten written up because i you could like kind mm-hmm. of look at them vaguely on your monitor after and i was like i had a typo in my first one and i was like eating my piece <laughs> of cake like oh shit oh well i didn't even run oh, a shit that you just sent automated ones i didn't realize you could write them so the first one i just was blank <laughs> <laughs> oh. written up reported each one each one was a major incident yes. in my book oh did you but oh yeah each one was major, major i'd give it a location i'd give like a unit a fake unit the 69 unit oh amazing unit 69 <laughs> yeah it was pretty i was really enjoying my role play until this like awful call came in mm-hmm. god yeah it was just really shocking nerve. it was it, it was so cool i really really liked this game um Actually, it might be one of my favorites that we've done. Oh, on really? This. Nice. Yeah. Really? That's amazing. Uh, I do wish, though, that, like, with speaking of that, that how the incidents were logged, that it went a more, like, papers, please sort of route. Oh, where, yeah. Where, like, you are filling it out in a more um, uh, mechanical way, where either, like, you're choosing options or you're taking things that appear on screen from the call and you can kind of like customize like what needs to be put in because I think that could have made mm. those sections a little bit more interesting. But I don't know because I also do like how open it is. You can just kind of write whatever you want. But maybe there's some sort of happy medium that that someone else, some other designer could could make. No, some balance where you like are rewarded for writing more, but also have to have the important information. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah, I think definitely. I mean, I think half the comments on this. Uh, whatever io page that this was the website that it was on we're like oh this game was too short i would love to see this as a fully featured game and i could very very much agree Mm -hmm. yeah me too i want to see like multiple cases i think it could be a really cool idea like just to see more fleshed out because it it does feel like i mean like a lot of the little ones we've played like yeah i i feel like this could at least be you know two three hours or something of different incidents you go through and um, it reminds me a bit of that game where you're trying to investi- investigate this woman's life, and you're like looking at a CRT monitor, monitor, and you'll like see her face appear in like the glass and stuff like that. You'll see your own face appear in the glass. I can't remember what the name of that one was called. Oh, oh man! But it, it's a similar oh, kind of thing that? where that you're sitting good. there. I was just thinking that, and you're you're like looking through her PC. I, I can't remember what it was called, but I'll try to find it. Um, it's like her or something like oh, that. You, and yeah, you're, you're like, oh, you mean her story? Computer. Her story. I think that was, yeah, it. maybe I'm misremembering. The, the FMV game with where it's like the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. her story. You're watching all it the police It kind of reminds tapes. me a bit of this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, where you're watching police tapes and you're like sitting there going through this computer and you're trying to stitch it together. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely give it a look if you haven't seen. If you enjoyed this game, you might enjoy her story. That's all I'm oh, saying. Yeah, you guys, I mean, have you guys played that either? Okay, Dan, yes. let's go either play. Next? <laughs> yeah, I, haven't, right. I would though. I I want to play his next game too. I mean, I I was thinking about maybe bringing it up on the podcast for a suggestion, but I feel like it's a little bit too well known because it's it's, it's um, Sam Barlow. He he did another one of them recently, which a lot of people really loved. Um, and maybe I'll bring it up for for Halloween or try it at some point. Um, talk about a little bit on the show but yeah very cool game and interesting use of fmvs mm. no i really love fmvs do, but do we have anything else to talk about this game or any other thoughts about it no very good very good. short sweet game <laughs> very good please go support the creator yeah as many itchio games it's free if you don't want to pay but it, i think every little bit goes a long way for them so definitely mm-hmm. go give them your your <laughs> give them your your, your v bucks <laughs> Did uh did you exactly. guys scream 
at the end? At, at the end. I, I did, did jump scream. a little bit when it came up, when oh, that monster I grabbed screamed. me, but... You screamed. I, I would also... Sorry. Dan blink. Oh, jazz. I was just going to say, I just, I, I had, like, a really good high-pitched scream from that. It was, it was, uh, yeah. That's awesome. I That's you. one thing. It'd be really fun if this game also had a uh, feature, kind of like the logs, where it would give you the logs and it would play back what you were saying oh no mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah they could <laughs> do something really creepy with that oh my like, goodness just instance it back Ooh. and you'd have like yeah it'd have like a two-way conversation with you Ooh. Where, like somebody else was talking like you could do all sorts of stuff playing your voice back to you uh, they could engineer your responses so they work as like they could use yeah. them as a caller Ooh. yes oh, oh my, my god, god that'd be great. That would what if it like, oh, like so much it could like you mash up your words you said and turn it into something like an actual call. Oh, you know, because be... yeah, they would know what word you had to say, right? In like what sequence? You could come to a point where you try to respond, but instead it just plays your own voice, like telling them the wrong thing. Ooh, oh my god, <laughs> that amazing. makes me feel sick. <laughs> I want to make the rest of this game. Yeah. We're, we're copyrighting. Hire us. Um, uh, well, there you go. We're, we're copyrighting. Well, big shout out this. to the original creator, of course. <laughs> yeah, just a shout of out. Of Dispatch. <laughs> yeah, but that was Dispatch. Yep, and we'll have to see it for next week. Next time, um, uh, Jasmine will be the victim, so we'll be suggesting three new games to her. Um, so we'll have that to look forward to next time, but. Uh, before we go, uh, we can talk about what else we've been playing and uh, watching. to go first um well i kind of already mentioned that i had just been replaying the original resident evil 4 that's yeah, fair. like really all i've been doing i've been kind of busy so <laughs> a big time sink there yeah <laughs> i um i have not played much in games outside of um the stuff for the podcast but i did for some reason sit down and watch all of attack on titan again nice <laughs> start to finish <laughs> So that was pretty good because I, of course, watched it when it was first coming out mm -hmm. for the first, you know, season um, when I was, I think, 14. <laughs> and uh, it's been a bit. I decided that after waiting several months in between each release, I, I would just watch it when it was out. Mm. And it's now almost all out. Mm. I believe they just announced the final part of the final season. So that's yeah. exciting. We're ready, ready to finish it up, and it's worth watching. I watched it again all the way through. I think it was two or three nights of solid, <laughs> solid uh, anime, and it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah I watched. I'd recommend it. I watched the first season uh, or most of it, and I, I couldn't quite. Mm. I, I do love the the animation in it, but I I just wasn't super well into the story. The, the, I think what brought brought me back of course is that the newest seasons are animated by the same studio that does my favorite anime and manga of all time um oh my gosh which is doro doro hidoro mm -hmm. oh um they are the same they're 3d rigging technology and their ability to create this beautiful match of like 2d and 3d is what allowed i think the last seasons of um attack on titan to be finished without some with some controversy controversy there it was it's Really good looking and a lot of fun. The action's pretty punchy, mm. so I'm happy to see more from my favorite studio. Yeah, I maybe I should try it again. <laughs> that type of show for me is like I want to watch it, but I'm watching it like through the gaps in my fingers because it's so intense. Oh, it's too intense. <laughs> oh, really? It's... I'm like wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, Attack on Titan is too intense, but you're you play all these horror games. <laughs> yeah, did I we mean... watch the same show? I had the same as Max. I think I watched. Probably the whole first season, and I was like bored. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. So now, I think like I, we're on like I really season like five now. It, so I yeah. yeah no I watched um yeah the first season and I it's okay, I've mentioned this before I believe but I have a really hard time watching things where people make decisions I don't like agree with. 
<laughs> it was also just really sick. Oh, and the main character sucks for the first season. Yeah. That's why. Oh, you'll hate him the whole way through. That's great. So, like, I does he not get better? All he does it is yell. Oh, no, he gets better. Yeah, he does. There's more, there's more to the story. I will say, I've read the manga, like, end to end. And I did that a couple, like, uh, when that had, when the manga had finished and wrapped up. And I just hadn't gotten around to watching the anime. It does help a little bit with <laughs> What's the yelling? character decisions. Oh, yeah, why he's yelling in the character <laughs> decisions. But you'll probably hate him the whole way through, but that's kind of the point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did watch, like, little bits of the later seasons just because, um, like, my partner watched all of it. So I, I have seen it and I know what happens, but I don't think I could just, like, sit down and, and go through it by myself. Yeah. I was, like, trying. I, like, liked, I don't know, part of me, like, wanted to keep going because it's, like, a really, it's it's really camp, but, like, it's, it's um which is fun and i think it's like like kind of soap poppy but like i just got so just like that shonen thing where it just gets stuck on like pointless conversations for like way too long and i i like was enjoying it up until like the end of like the first i think it's like the second siege or whatever it's like episode 12 yeah. or something and i was like oh my god this could have been so cool, but it was just like drawn out to like by like three or four episodes. And I'm like, why can't this just be like a 12 episode season? It would have been way better. Yeah. No, it Attack on Titan is like a politics anime. It's not yeah. like a fight anime. Yeah. And that's the enjoyment you should get from it. So, <laughs> yeah, as it, it was goes promised on, like fights be... with big monsters and instead I got long conversations but it was like long conversations about things i don't care about it's like and not the politics part it was just like people being like should we do this i don't know if we should do this you need to believe in yourself (laughs) the power of friends Mm. okay but when they do finally come to those uh resolutions and then do the thing and then it fucking like goes completely south oh god those it's the best yeah that's uh well, <laughs> definitely worth a rewatch now that I think almost all of it's about to come out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's worth watching through now. Yeah. Uh, and if you ever were interested, the manga is metal as hell <laughs> and definitely worth reading separate from the the story yeah. or separate from watching. I definitely It'll I think I could get context. through there uh, through that a lot easier than the anime just because it's like you can read it at your own pace and like mm. if it's like mm. if it's just something that's like I'll just get to the point, like I can like just skip through if I didn't need to. So I, I have thought of like nope. dipping into that instead, but Best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for uh criticizing your favorite anime, I'm sorry. Oh, it's hardly my favorite anime. I'm saying best of luck. You'll you'll get there. <laughs> um let's see who's left, Dan. Uh yeah, I remember I did actually watch some of The Last of Us. Oh have we talked about that yet? I think yeah, you said you saw a little bit. They eventually um, started it. Yeah, I'm not really a fan. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm shocked. I played I played uh not the whole game but most of it a long time ago and I liked the game. And then everyone, like people who've never played a video game in their life were saying how good it was and I thought like video game adaptations are usually terrible, so it must be really really good. Mm. Mm. And I think my expectations were too high cuz it's like you know, it's a show about zombies that I don't feel like there's much new going on oh, okay like, how many fine. episodes did you watch um like two or three i mean but i feel like i know where the story is going i played the game uh, i agree i think it's a pretty good rendition and the the context and that now without spoiling anything the context and the episodes that revolve around characters that were not well covered in the game um i think are really what tie it together and make it exciting or at least interesting i don't know if you guys could comment on that I um, am I like watched not. It, but I well, the game. You know, people. I I have this like really <laughs> annoying thing sometimes where like if something gets really really hyped up and I had like no interest in it, oh, then yeah. suddenly Hipster. I just don't. I I know I know it sounds like that, but I just like uh, suddenly I'm like eh, I don't know if I want to watch. <laughs> I, it. I think that's totally fair. I mean, I wasn't ever gonna touch the show until my partner touched it, mm. um, and that that clarified a lot of things from for like, me. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it was just, there's, I, I, I mean, I think it's episode three or four. If you get through it, I, both of us were bawling for like half an hour oh. on the couch after it. So it, it's definitely an emotion, emotional string puller. Mm-hmm. I think what, what you're missing out on Dan, maybe, I don't know, is the fact 
almost all TV is so bad. <laughs> I think that might be it. Maybe <laughs> I'm just dead inside, pretty... but like <laughs> when they go through games. the beats of the sad parts or the sacrifices or whatever, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this character that I've been watching on a screen for 40 minutes is not going to be on the screen anymore. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. It's, I think you weren't like uh, invested enough in them. We got to find one mm. that uh, invests you fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. I think it's. It's to each their own. But if you can get through that third episode, uh, see where it leads you. I'll probably keep going. I'll give it another shot. All right. Sounds good. I haven't watched any more since I watched the third. Too sad. Oh, but I heard episode. it. They're on like episode ten. I thought they finished. But yeah, they finished I think it just up. finished. I, just wrapped up. I haven't watched it. I decided to play Last of Us like one, I'm... two times in a row, <laughs> and got tired <laughs> of waiting for episodes to come out. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I did the new fun. game plus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Max, you you were not playing Octopath two, right? <sighs> I, okay, I, I know last podcast I was like, I'm going to jump on uh, uh, Fatal Frame, the, <laughs> the new remake that came out. Um, and, and I was looking at reviews and I was like, okay, it kind of just seems like it's another Fatal Frame game. I'm not really sure I wanted to pay full price for it. Um, and I was like, oh, look look here. Oh, um, Octopath Traveler 2 demo. I heard some good things about this. And, you know, I played two hours of it and I was like, Wow, this is really good. <laughs> Dude. I'm going to get this instead. <laughs> and so... I, Octopath, I remember being so good. Is it better than the first? Oh, I mean, like, the thing I've heard about the first game was just how repetitive it was, and there wasn't really... The stories weren't that interesting. And it, I can tell you, if you didn't like the first one for those reasons, and if you uh, wanted something that was a little more open, like, this, this is, like everything the first game was trying to do but like twice as good and that's a awesome. lot of like extra stuff added on top you know, you know little, little treats I, I this is coming from someone who hasn't directly played the first game so you know maybe some random octopath one fan is going to be like that's not true but from what <laughs> everything i've heard like uh, about the first game and how it's structured it, it just does it so much better where um the first game is like a, and then to be fair, the, the, or to explain this a little bit, the Octopath series is like, um, it's like a take on like classic JRPGs. So think back to like SNES era. Um, and uh, the first one was kind of structured where you had eight characters and you'd go through each character, as far as I understand this right, you'd go through eight, each character, um, they'd uh, switch chapters. Um, and each each character had four chapters, I, and you would go through one character. They would do their chapter. Then you go through another character, and they would do their chapter. This was all linear, as far as I understand it. Um, and then with Octopath two, and, and and with Octopath one, they tended to be pretty similar. It's like you go through a little walking section, um, you, you go get it to a town, you fight a boss, and I was basically do that thirty two times. Um, <laughs> Uh, with Octopath 2, it's completely open as, as far as which um, character you start with, same as Octopath 1, but it has a complete open world where, and then this is not an open world like your Final Fantasy 4 or something, where it's like, it's quote unquote open, but like, you know, like there's really only like one thing you can do most of the time until like the very end of the game uh, when there's like some more end game content. Like it, you can approach the world in any way you want. So you can, um, you know, focus and mainline a couple characters th- that uh, you find throughout the world, and you can uh, go through their stories. And again, each one's going to have four chapters, but it's all nonlinear, so you can take them all in any order that you'd like. You can uh, choose to not get all of the view all the characters' side stories or their their, their chapters first. It's just like incredibly open, um, and each character is just much better than the original game that they're they're still based on like you know classic jrpg like archetypes Mm. but it's like they're all there's all enough like different of them or unique there's they're well thought off enough thought out enough that um they like all feel 
like they're adding to the story. And the thing is like the best description I had of it and that I, that I heard someone mention when I was listening to people talk about it, it's like, it's like um, every piece in the, of every story, whether it's like these like great little side quests you run into um, or the main chapters for each character or um, just like the random pieces of information you can pick up from each town. Uh, like they add to like this greater tapestry of stories and like it just feels like so much more real and, and lived in when you know, like each town has has all of these different stories associated with it. It's not just there just for the silent protagonist to walk through. It's mm. like I mean, I remember Octopath mm-hmm. being awesome for its stories and personally enjoying the stories a lot, especially for the genre. Yeah, so I mean, just probably like it even more. <laughs> Is is something I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna give it a try. And there's like so many optional dungeons, and I mean, there's just so much thought to it. I, I'm talking about mm-hmm. it way too long, but this game is like, <laughs> really, really great. And if you have any interest in JRPGs, like definitely play this because it's like probably one of the best ones in a couple of years. <laughs> also, it's very pretty, and the music is really good. Nice. Yep. Yeah. You go. Um, Anything else, folks? I think that's it for me. that's it for you oh what a lovely lovely night to talk about horror games (laughs) and and octopath 2 and octopath 2 no i'm serious it's it's good night for horror games it is a good night for horror games and i hope you guys have enjoyed this episode um you can who's our victim victim next week it's gonna be jasmine sorry it's me jasmine (laughs) jasmine so you guys can enjoy oh, that right. next time. We're going to prepare some really spooky platformers for her. Oh my She's god, I knew you were going to say that. Shooting <laughs> in first person. And uh, oh, what else do you love, Jasmine? Um, everything you did not just say. Okay, Ooh, so she that's also a shame. love... Um, uh, oh god, what else does she love, guys? I can't remember. Wait, are you being like serious um, now? Or Metroid? are you being still Metroid, like... Metroid, Metroid, we're gonna oh yeah, Metroidvanias for sure. Three Metroid <laughs> games. Mega Man, oh, Man. Mega God. Man style uh, Mario. Yeah. Um, so for the first time on the podcast, uh, a game won't be picked. Um. <laughs> you have to play one of them. Oh God! <laughs> We're gonna make her play Mario sixty four. Um, and I know you guys it. won't do that to me. So <laughs> it's um, pretty scary, guys. It's pretty scary. I mean, you've seen I have. Scary it world? is pretty scary. I have you counts. seen Mario when his face turns inside out? Come on now, guys. Yeah, that, that's Come scary. On. That's the scary stuff. Very spooky. Um, but you can mm. you can prepare for that next time. And um, in the meantime, it would be really helpful if you guys can uh, like and share the pod. Um, so you can leave a review on your your podcast app of choice. I know pod, uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts offer them. But I'm sure there's other ones. Um, we're also now on YouTube too. Um, since the game creator is back up and running. Um, uh, luckily, the, the owner was happy enough to uh, promote us there and is putting our episodes out on there. So if you are watching things on YouTube, there's a little graphic that plays too. Uh, to, uh, you can look at as you listen. And um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Also, again, check out the Game Critter at um, uh, GameCritter.com. I think it might be TheGameCritter.com. Uh, and on Twitter and Instagram, we're at uh, DigiNightPod. And our next episode Pod. will be at uh, uh, our next episode will be on uh, uh, the ninth. Eventually, <laughs> our, next, our next episode will be on the ninth, probably. I, I'll, I'll I'll throw a note out below. It's not on the ninth, but I'm pretty sure it should be on the ninth. Um, and if not, you know, just take a look at the Twitter and Instagram and you can uh, yep. double check there. But other than that. Dare I ask Max, can I ask them to also throw up suggestions on the DigiNight Pod Twitter? Oh, or yeah. send suggestions yeah. to the DigiNight Pod Twitter. Yeah, you can. <laughs> if you have a game Go ahead. you're interested in or like, feel free to share. Yeah, if there's anything like that that you're um, interested in sharing with us or that we should, you think we should try out, like we, we definitely might consider for a bonus section or. Any sort of like communication you, you'd want. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I will probably personally respond to it. So, there <laughs> uh, you go. Yeah. All right. Well, see you guys next time. Thank guys. you for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>